Jim, James, Tim. What's his name? I wrote it down. Jeff. <laughs> Please welcome Jeffrey Lord. Oh, this is for the Jeffrey this Lord is- show. Lord, really? I thought Jeffrey Lord was kind of like a real guy. How are you supposed to be a strong, thrilling, powerful warrior and lover with a name like this? It is like a weak ejaculation. <laughs> Jeff. The Lord is the gatekeeper of all music in Fort Worth. Oh, Jeffrey. If you don't love the Lord, you're F and F. Like, really, is this the level that you sung to, Lord? So I'm done with Jeffrey Lord. Hey, 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 hey. Welcome to the Funky Town Podcast. I am your host, Jeffrey Lord. All right, everybody, have a seat. Have a seat. Oh, thank you, thank you. All right, have a seat. All right. All right, everybody, I'm glad you're here. Hope you had a good Thanksgiving. Hope you got to spend some time with family and friends and were able to reflect on what you're thankful for. I had a good time. Went to my in-law's house on Thanksgiving Day and my sister's house on Saturday. And so I got to see both sides of the family and had a really good time at both places. I like seeing, you know, some of the family that you don't get to see too, see that often. So it was fun. Lots of food, turkey, ham, and all that kind of good stuff. And so, and then um, the only other cool thing I did was today I took uh, Zoe to Doc's Records. She wanted to go to the record store and look at CDs and records. She wants to start collecting CDs and some vinyl, but I think she's really interested in collecting some of the CDs. Why a 19-year-old is into CDs, who knows? But, you know, hey, what goes around comes around. I pulled out a bunch. I have a big old box full of CDs, so I pulled out a bunch of them. We're going through them. She's like, oh, Pearl Jam and Soundgarden and Stone Temple Pilots and U2 and NXS and, you know, all this stuff from the 90s. So, but um, anyways, tonight we have a pretty good show planned for you, I do believe. We have Mr. J.P. Walsh on. He is the frontman singer for the Jaybirds, um, him and his wife, Jenna Walsh. And then there's Brayden and Josh and Connor wrap up the band. And a lot of times JP and Jenna will do acoustic shows, just the two of them. And so, um, yeah, JP re- reached out to me and, uh, you know, said he likes what I do and really love to come on the show at, at some time. And I was like, just so happens I have a spot coming up here in a couple of weeks and that's today. So we're going to be giving him a call here in just a little bit. Talking to him about Jaybirds kind of stuff. And then, um, yeah, I mean, I got a few days of work. And then on Friday, I go on vacation. And I'm going to go camping at Lake Mineral Wells with the wife and the boy. And um, maybe Susie goes and Dustin and a couple of people. I'm not sure who's all going to be there. But definitely us three are going to go. And then I'm off the whole next week. So I don't know if I'll have a show for you this next Sunday or not. If I do, it'll be music, which I do want to do some music. There's a bunch of new songs out that I want to play. Plus, I want to play some Christmas songs, too. And so we'll have to see what happens. But this week should be a good one. Um, Looking forward to talking to Mr. Walsh and seeing what all the Jaybirds are up to and what they've been doing and what they got going on. So anyways, I'm going to run out of things to say. I just, there's not a whole lot to mention. I just wanted to say happy Thanksgiving. Hope you had a good, good holiday and we're able to re- reflect a little bit and don't forget to vote on the Fort Worth music awards. You have till November 30th, which is Thursday. 
of this week. So if you haven't voted, make sure you go through and vote. Vote in at least 10 categories so your vote gets counted. And other than that, we're going to just kick off the show. So I'm going to do like I've been doing. Um, man, sometimes I like to play music and sometimes I like to do interviews. And that's why a lot of the times I'll play like five or six songs or even three songs and then do an interview and play three songs at the end or play six songs and then do the interview. But I'll I'll mix it up a little bit. But um, here lately, I've really been enjoying doing just from the band, whoever I'm going to interview. So interviewing uh, J.P. Walsh from the Jaybird. So we're going to start off the show this week with their brand new single. It's called Waves. Then we'll do our interview. And then when the interview's over with, we'll close out the show with, I think it was their previous single. Maybe it came out in October. It would make sense. I'll ask him about it. It's called My Boo. B-O-O, My Boo. And the cover art's a couple little ghosts. It's real cute. So we'll close with that. But let's go ahead and get the show started off with a little bit of Waves from Jaybirds. Only on the Funky Town Podcast.
J.P. Walsh. Jeffrey Lord, how yes. are you, sir? Good, how are you? Good, man. Do you have a guitar in your hand? I don't, oh, no. I thought I heard some strings plucking. Oh, no, my wife's typing away. <laughs> <laughs> so you doing all right? Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm doing all right. Yeah, so um, well, just, I was going yeah. to say, you, you told me that you that we needed to start a little bit late because you had to play hockey with your son. Yeah, yeah, my my, my uh, middle son and I, uh, we play roller hockey up in Denton on Sundays, and for me, it's just an excuse to get some cardio in. <laughs> so yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, we, we have a good. Team. I yeah, I tried doing that for just a little bit when I first got into hockey. I got me some rollerblades, and um, there was a little, a little park out in Keller. Like I think it was Bear Creek Park had a um, had a rink. With like the sports yeah. cord on it, it was real yeah. good. Yeah, I'd go up there. And oh, yeah, it, I used to go out there all the time for a while. Um, a couple of years, like right before they they just tore it down, like a year or so ago. And it was oh, so did they? sad. Yeah, that is. Sad. Yeah, I used to live over pretty close to there, and I would try to make it out, you know, when I could. And it was really nice. It was like a full size thing and everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they decided to tear it down for some reason. It was, it was a nice rink. Yeah, though we'd go out there. With some friends, and they were always way better than I was. And I realized real quick how hard hockey is. And that's not even on ice. That's on rollerblades, you know? Yeah. It's like, good yeah. God, man, these guys <laughs> and what they do. But you're a big yeah, a big fan yeah. of the sport? It's so much fun. Yeah. Oh, I'm a huge, yeah, I mean, I'm a huge fan. Yeah. Yep. I, uh, I'm laughing because I'm, I'm kind of a hockey nut. Yeah. And I'm a big follower. My favorite team is Chicago, the Chicago Blackhawks. And I, uh, I prefer followed them pretty religiously so why the blackhawks are you from that area originally or my dad is from chicago okay so um i just kind of grew up cheering for chicago teams sure yeah i I just i just love them and they got they just got the they've been really bad recently and so they got the number one draft pick this last year and so that's kind of exciting seeing him come into the league and And they're one of the original six too aren't they yeah 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 yeah, are you a big Stars fan or Yeah, you... I'm 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 a big Stars fan. I'm one of the f- guys who got um who got into hockey after the Stars came here. You know, I knew, yeah. I, I knew very little about it. I played it on Madden or not on Madden. I played it on um Sega Genesis or whatever, you know. Yeah. And uh, yep, yeah, yep. once we got our our own team and they started to get good and everything and you kind of yeah. understood what the rules were, you know, what yeah. what uh two-line pass was and things like that was a little bit more tricky you know and the offsides and how yeah. it worked, you know but once i learned all that kind of stuff it's like it became really cool and it's such a it, it's such a fun sport i i think it's it's hard for like 
I mean, it's been cool to see like Texas blow up with it after the stars came here Mm -hmm. and like, but you know, I think it's definitely one of those things. It's it's not, I mean, it's competing with football, (laughs) you know, for sure. And it will forever. Texas is a a football state. I, I just love, I just think uh, it's so much about team. It's, It's so fast. It's not stopping all the time, you know? Like I just I, I love it. I and, love it. It takes and it seems grit like, and finesse and all that and everything. So and I always looked at hockey players kind of the same way I do baseball players. They just always seem like they're decent dudes, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that too. Like about the sport. Like it's. I feel cool. Like like with kids looking up to hockey players. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> A little safer, I think, sometimes than some of your other sports athletes. You never know what you're going to see in the headlines with them. Sometimes you know. Hockey is not perfect either, but you know, yeah, a of course. Safer. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with um, Garage Barrage. They don't do a whole lot anymore, mm-hmm. but um, there are a couple of guys. There's some guys around here that um, they're a local band, but their drummer um, Ranger is um, really into the sport. I think he plays ice hockey, like in a little, oh, yeah. like in a little league, not like a little league, you know, but it's like a beer league or yeah. You know, I mean, it's not like he's not a pro or anything. Yeah, but, yeah. but yeah, yeah, but like a local. There's, youth, that, there's a like a league cool like. Yeah, like there's, a, I might, I'm, I might have run into. There's a cool like, it's one thing cool about but about hockey is that there's it's, it's just niche enough I think in Texas, especially in DFW that like, it's it's a little community. So yeah. we all run into each other at different rinks around town when we play around, and a lot of people play at like different. Like they they might have their home rink, but they might go play, pick up in Arlington, and they'll go pick up in Denton for a different day and stuff. So. It's it's kind of a cool little community. Everybody's usually pretty cool too. Yeah, it's real cool. Um, yeah, my son, my son and I just started playing on Sundays up in Denton, playing roller hockey up there. And he's it's so funny because he's such a chirper. <laughs> he's like the only kid there. He's like he's six, 16 uh-huh. and uh, he just loves to chirp the older guys, and they give it right back at him. It's so funny. It is funny. I was never yeah. a smack talker myself. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah, um, it's it's just fun things about hockey too. Yeah, yeah. No, that's part of the sport. You kind of have to. You gotta kind of got to. I was. Um, I don't know. Man, I got shook really early <laughs> when I was a little kid trying to play mm. baseball. You know, and you get up there and, oh, yeah. and everybody starts going easy out, easy out, and th- things like that. You know, it would really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, but I mean, I was just I was just a kid, but it really got to me. And it's like it, if I couldn't, I, I always struck out. I was just terrible at. Oh. I mean, I wasn't good at sports, anyways. But the fact that they all called me out every every time I came to the plate or whatever, you know, they'd all scoot in. You know, it's like, it's just that's like, mean too, with kids. <laughs> it is. Okay. It was different in the seventies and eighties. <laughs> Especially like I mean baseball too. That's a high pressure sport. You're you're the only one on the plate. The whole things are surrounding you. And yeah, and the, and the whole team is easy out, easy yeah. out. I'm just like, oh, leave me alone. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah. Uh, but did y'all have a good Thanksgiving? We did, man. We had a really good Thanksgiving. Um, we uh, it was pretty low key, right? Would you say, honey? Yeah. Hi, I'm here too. This is hey. Jenna. <laughs> Your wife, Jenna. She's with. Hi. Me. Hey, Jenna. Oh yeah, we had a pretty low key Thanksgiving. We just we uh, stayed here, hung out with family, ate all the turkey, had some honey ham and stuff. It was. It Did was we fun. eat all the turkey, or is it more like the desserts? Yeah. Yeah. Desserts. It was the desserts. <laughs> lost track of how many pumpkin pies were made and eaten. See, in I, the houses. I like 
all the desserts, but I'm the one that tears up the ham, man. I could eat that ham all day and all night for every day me for too. weeks, man. It's just like, I love the honey ham. Dude, me too. Like I, I'm, I could take or leave Turkey. I think it's all right. I get it. It's part of it. But like, Give me some honey glazed ham, and I'm all about it. I think one year they weren't going to have any ham over at the in-laws, and I was just like, and then they found out that I was really upset about it, so they ended up last minute bringing honey ham, because I'm like, how do you have Thanksgiving without ham? (laughs) (laughs) I was just like so bummed. I'm like, I don't even want to eat. I mean, of course, I would go and eat and everything, but I was just like really really bummed out that they weren't going to have any ham, and I was like, well, we're going to have to get a ham and like make ham the next day or whatever, because i got to have ham for during this time of year. But we ended up just having ham, like, and we have ham every year now too. So I think I think Nana yeah. knows that I like ham. You just start bringing your own pack of like sandwich ham. Yeah, there you go. Some Oscar Mayer, <laughs> little square pieces. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, so so you and your wife um do the Jaybirds along with is it Brayden? Mm-hmm. Yep, Brayden, Josh, Braden Ward is our. Guitar player and Josh Brantley, our bass player, and our drummer is Connor Connor Mullen. Who's how old is he now? Is he twenty yet? He's twenty, right? He's twenty. He'll be twenty-one in January. Oh, I can't wait. So he's a baby, huh? He is a baby, and it's <laughs> it's been a little bit of a challenge. Like, I actually hasn't really been a challenge, but like, like when you play with a kid in in a bar scene, it's it can pose its challenges as far as getting in the door sometimes with his friends and stuff. Well, there's not a lot of um, venues around Fort Worth that allow all ages um, or just 18 and up. And so he has all these friends that want to come support us. And we're just like, sorry. Yeah. Like we have to ask every time we book a show, like, is is this all ages by chance or something? And and I I don't know if it's something after to me, it's like, we've talked about it a bunch, but like, it feels like post COVID, a lot of the bars and places around like they're way stricter on the over twenty one policy. Like they really cracked down on it. Oh, really? And I feel like it used to be able to, like you know you could X the hand and they couldn't drink and they can come in and right. see the band. Yeah, and they'd usually charge them like, oh, a really like, high cover. Like it's like twenty dollars for them to get in, where it's like five if you're drinking, because they know they're yeah. not going to make any money on alcohol sales. So they'll. Charge right. them really yeah, high I cover. totally get that. Of course. But like, I feel like now like they won't even allow them in. Like, there's mm-hmm. just no way. Like, we've had, like, we have a, we've had, um, our drummer is, uh, he has a media company between him and his buddy. They're pretty successful. They do like, <clears throat> they do shoots for like a lot of real estate and stuff. And so we have him do like photography for a lot of our shows. We've actually had trouble getting him in as a photographer just because he's, 19 or 20 yeah i wonder if it's because like i was um a few a few several years ago when i I was doing the 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 podcast and my daughter was like 12 13 you know whatever i would take her with me and we would go to bars i mean i would go to the bold owl or the chat room or um mass or just wherever um shipping and receiving and i would take her with me, and I don't know if it was just because of I did the podcast and a lot of the people knew me, or if it was because she was young enough to where she looked young. Like I don't think I could get her in now. She's nineteen. I don't think that I could get her in those same places, even if they do know me, because she's right at that age to where it's like she could be twenty one. Yeah. Where, where before it's obvious this is a fourteen year old girl, and that's her dad. You know, yeah. now I could just be some creepy old guy with a 19 year old girl saying, it's my daughter or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, I don't know. It's like, yeah. I think I, 
I wonder if that 1920s are kind of like, yeah, if they were younger, we'd probably be cool with it because they look young and we know that they're kids. But with them being right there, you can't tell. They could be sneaking yeah. drinks and they might not even know, you know? Yeah. Even if you're trying to be ca- careful Possibly, or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it means it's like, I don't... I don't know. I, it kind of frustrates me. Like I, I get the, like I get the policy, but I also. Hang on, I lost you for a second. Are you still there? Oh dang it! It's frustrating because I feel like you know you read articles and I feel like it's been become a thing, especially with Fort Worth. Like, like it used to be or something, but like I feel like a lot of like if we could have more kids be able to come to shows and makes such a huge difference you know i don't know for me like it, it's frustrating it's like yeah i remember when i was in high school it was the coolest thing to go to a shows oh, i don't for care sure. if like i want to go spend the money get the x in the hand it's cool to go the next go to school the next day with the x in your hand and be like what show did you see but like i like nowadays i don't know i don't know where that can even happen anymore maybe we're just not going the right places but i don't know you'd probably have to do something like lola's um and maybe do some of their daytime stuff, like they because they usually have people play. Like, have you ever done like any of the the rock and roll rummage sales or anything? Well, I think they usually have. I mean, you two oh. could do it because I mean they do like a lot of yeah. acoustic stuff. I don't know if, if they really do band stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like we did. Uh, we actually did their market. Was it the that, community market? Yeah. Okay. Was that yeah. the yeah. weekend ago? I don't know if it's the same thing as the Roman style. Yeah, we played on was it two Sundays ago? Yeah, I think those are two different events. But they are. Blake Parrish, um, mm-hmm. I went to high school with him. Oh, fine. And he came up to me and he was like, I don't know why the heck I have never thought of inviting you guys to come play the community market. He was like, but would you be interested? I was like, yeah. yeah <laughs> it was really cool. fun. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's the same type of deal. They do at the rummage sale, you know, it's just, yeah. at the market, I think it's mostly like food and stuff. Yeah. Like honey yeah. and things like that. And then the rummage sale, it, it's everything as far as like they have clo- like vintage clothes. And that's where my wife will go yeah. and sell, sell her gourds and stuff. Oh, cool. And yeah. So it's things like that. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah we, we, played, we played, we played Lowe's a bunch too. And like with the whole band stuff, but they haven't been asterisk, but there's there's been a few vendors. I don't want to name anybody. Like I'm not trying to trash talk anyone, but it's, just, it's it's been something noticeable for me. Like sure, last couple of years, it's just like it's interesting. Like I just wish, and it won't be a big deal when they when he turns 21. Hopefully, but like it's just one of those things where it's like uh, I wish I wish kids could come to shows nowadays. Mm-hmm. Or they need something like they used to have 1919. I don't know if you remember that place, but it was no. it was a DIY place, and it was mostly where like young kids would go and play in bands that were like high school, yeah. you know? So it's like DIY punk yeah. type stuff or whatever, but they're all like 15, 16, you know, even 19, you know, to 20, whatever, but it was just, they had their own place and they yeah. it was there for, for, for years. It finally, I think they just couldn't keep cool. it up and it closed down and yeah, we or something, to, but we played a bunch up in Denton at this place called Howling Mutt. I don't know if you've ever heard about it, mm-hmm. but like was it last year to close down or earlier this year? Mm, I think it was earlier this year. I think they reopened this, their the location reopened to something else, but it was a Black super Fox. cool. Yeah, but um, that was a cool like DIY venue kind of in. Like, it was a brewery, but they had this outdoor like patio alley thing, and like you could basically do kind of your own shows, and you can get kids in there. And that was that was that's a cool place to play up there. But. Yeah, I know. You know, speaking of bre- a brewery, y'all should try. Um, Division Brewery slash Growl. Okay. Yeah, we've, you know, I we actually were supposed to play there 
like a year or two ago, but then it got like double booked and we ended up playing at Mavericks next door. Oh, okay. Instead. But yeah, that's, yeah, down in Arlington, that's a cool place. Yeah, but I know they I have. I was videos of bands, yeah. Yeah. It's kind and, of like a weird little shop with like, like a bunch of records in this, on the uh-huh. back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's Division the Brewery <laughs> and then right in back of it is a court, is a, a big area to drink your beer and stuff, a little courtyard area to drink. And then in that courtyard, there's another building and that's where the record store is. Um, it's growl records and they'll have bands play inside, but sometimes they'll have bands play outside. Like I just saw the infamous and the me thinks there. Oh two, yeah. Two different shows, but they were both outside. Those, and, those with the guys, nice, they'll have them. Yeah, we played a outside. couple shows. Those guys are fun. Yeah. I think we're playing with them in Denton in January, I think. Oh, that's cool. That's all, yeah, rubber gloves. Oh, They're always cool. really fun. Like they for three for a three piece band, they kick <laughs> real good. They're so good. Dude, Riley can sh- well. I mean, every single one of them because I, w- I always keep going. Man, Riley yeah. can shred. He can shred. He, but I mean, uh, They're all solid. I, I like, forget his name is Wharton. Um, the bass player is Spencer. Freaking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spencer is, is awesome, and their drummer is fantastic. I mean, they're great. They're they're a great mm-hmm. three piece band. They freaking rule. They rock. For real, yeah. Um, For real, yeah. I think- but I think Spencer and I, I, I don't even know if we talked about it, but we we played, I had a band in college called The Stolen Season from Denton. And I think one of our last shows we played with, like, it was like one of his first bands he ever played with in college. <laughs> oh, wow. Really? And they opened for us. I don't even remember the name. It was, it was so long ago. I barely remember our, my first band's name, but we became friends through that somehow. And we were Facebook friends and then I, I don't know. But yeah, kind of a cool connection. Yeah, he, they're very good. They're super good, and especially for a three piece, they they got their thing going, and they're very very tight. Yeah. Um. So, how long have y'all been doing the Jaybirds? Like, when did y'all form? Um. Help me figure this out. I wrote it down. For you, you did. <laughs> oh yeah. Was it that ten years? Well, so we. The band formed, started in 2018 with JP and Brayden. Yeah. And then expanded to add Josh mm-hmm. and then me and then Connor. And then we started playing full band shows together in uh, yeah. May 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, like we, so I was, I was leading worship at a church in Hazlitt. And so I just meeting musicians that way. And that's how we kind of met and, and formed through that. And, um, a lot of the songs in the first album were written right around 2017, 2018, because I went through a pretty gnarly divorce, my ex-wife. Okay. Yeah. My ex-wife ended up cheating on me. It was a whole thing, but the whole first album was kind of written out of that. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, we started, me and my buddy Braden started writing songs, and then they kind of turned into, like, hey, let's play some of these songs together, and started getting some of the guys from the worship band to play with me outside stuff. And then Jenna came along and Connor came along. And okay. So I was going to, I was going to ask you how you met Connor, if he was like one of your son's friends or something like that, but did, did you meet him through church? Yeah. Yeah. We all, like he started well, playing. Brayden and Connor were both um, in our youth at yeah. church and they were in the youth worship team. And then we just kind of stayed friends after they started yeah. graduating high school okay sure. connor's first, connor's first drum set was oh yeah i had bought a drum kit for my middle son yeah. and 
um, his lesson teacher guy, whoever was with him for a year and sadly moved to Austin. And now he does like lighting for all these different shows across the country. But, um, anyway, so we had a drum kit that Weston just like, he was so heartbroken. He didn't use it anymore. And so I offered it to Connor. Um, I was like, I'll just give it to you if you want it and you want to learn. And that kid is like an entrepreneur, like no one's business and will learn and do anything. Yeah. He learned, picked up drum set, and he started. He was playing in the youth band within a month of starting to play drums. Wow! Yeah, and so he's he's got he's got some talent. He's just a go getter. Like that's yeah. awesome. He can't sing very well. He can't sing very well, but <laughs> <laughs> he makes up for it with the loud noises. <laughs> that's cool. Um, all right, yeah, because I saw that. I think the as far as like the album's date the first one was like 2020. So, so, yeah. I was, so I was wondering if y'all started like in the COVID era. So y'all started just before COVID, but then y'all were kind of yeah. when COVID hit. Yeah. We, we were like gearing up to like play our first show and then COVID hit. And we were like, we were, I remember we were rehearsing and we were, our first thing was going to be a battle of bands for like the city of Keller. And I remember it was like us and there was a couple acts. I remember Royal Sons was one of the bands. Oh, wow. Okay. We were friends with um, Blake, and um, yeah, we were gearing up, and then the world shut down, <laughs> and so we had to kind of wait. But as soon as like the world opened up, we started playing shows as much as we could. And that first year, like twenty twenty, gosh, much, we played like two shows a month. Yeah, we went hard. Yeah. <laughs> like um, just you know, just because you got to get your name out there when you're in your band. It's like. You know, in order to get recognized, you just kind of got to grind, you know, just so people see your name out there and, and you make friends and you network. And Well, and that's that's something that um, sidebar for a second on our Instagram. I've been testing out a bunch of reels and trying to get <laughs> trying to get more organic followers on there. And it's so freaking hard. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so I've been doing all these reels and I was like, we got to find a niche. Like, we got to find something that. My wife is, has been on a tear with her wheels. I don't know if you've seen them on our... I've seen some, and it's so hard because it's like, I'll take some videos, and it's like, I want to do one of these things, and I can't figure it out. I'm too old to figure this stupid stuff out. <laughs> but no, like, I watch... Like, I like the one where it's it's on the guitar player, and it, but it's why it's why the husband and wife are getting smooches or whatever. <laughs> you made me laugh. I like that one. I did mine. I did that one. Okay. <laughs> See, I like that one. That was one she didn't want to use that one, and I was like, that's too good. we got to use it. Yeah, I know. I like that yeah. One. But she's been making. She's. Been, I gotta give her a lot of credit, man. She's well, been doing a lot of work and just making reels and trying to do the algorithm thing just to get. Well, but I thought. And stuff. I thought while while we're still kind of new band fresh, that it might not be a bad idea to start sharing, like you know, what's worked, what hasn't, the struggles, the the things that people don't necessarily talk about on social media too much. Um, and and just for new local bands or even other cities and their local bands and people and we've started getting more followers and um people reaching out and stuff so yeah. it's kind of cool it's been interesting to watch it yeah it's a lot of work she does every day and i'm saying okay <laughs> gotta find those dumb tag words and and then my <laughs> on my personal one i was so mad i shared this video it was just a dumb video of my son at work at chick-fil-a 
and that dang thing almost has 12,000 views. And I was like, what the heck am I doing wrong? Right. <laughs> the stuff that you want to really go for, you get like four views. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. why? This is like the coolest thing I've ever done. And I got four people look at it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was like, I'm going to start tagging no... Chick-fil-A and everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I did that once. Like I took a, it was like a, just a video. I was over at, um, somebody's house and there was a bunch of local musicians there and they kind of got together in a circle. Remember it was, um, Tommy Luke and, um, anyways, it was two different guys. There was a guy playing the mandolin and a fiddle and the guitar and all kinds of, and it was just like 45 seconds, but I, I filmed it and I put it on YouTube and I mean, I tagged it with like alien and 420 and like conspiracy theory and like all these different things that I thought would make it like just show up in different places or whatever. And I still only got like 20 views or whatever. I try to use like all the, the biggest taglines at the moment that I could that was going on. Then I think I did ASMR. I think I even called, I think I called it something like ASMR, alien abduction, something or another, you know, <laughs> yes. yeah, real clickbaity. Yeah. yeah. Trying, to, trying to get it to, but nah, nothing. You got to get those. Um, you won't believe what this band just did. Yeah. The, yeah <laughs> right. One of, one of the top things, one of the top things is um, to start a real, find trending music so anything that has an arrow going up and then you have to have like some kind of like captivate their attention within the first three seconds and then you don't put any content until like shut up until the description <laughs> there is a science to this. no there so is ridiculous. there really is can you tell can you tell how much she studied this <laughs> Uh, but you got oh, i mean it's <laughs> you know but I, I keep seeing these stories of, of different p people who are like well i wanted to do this one thing so what i did was mm -hmm. i found out who was successful at this one thing and then i studied what they did and then i basically copied what they did and then i became successful at that thing and i keep seeing this story yeah. over and over and over again and it's like why do we keep trying to be i'm going to path my own new way i'm going to do it the way nobody's ever done it before i'm going to be original it's like there's a way to do this people have done it you know yeah and yeah. The, a, a lot of them have written books and done web series and things on exactly how they did it, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah. I mean, it's worth a shot <laughs> to, you know, yeah. there, That's true. there is, there you is blind luck too. There, there, there is some blind yeah. luck to it, but yeah, no, you got, I mean, you gotta do something. It's part, you know, it's part of it. It's the art and commerce. I mean, it's just the internal struggle being in a band. You gotta, you gotta have the music. Music has got, you know, you gotta do the music thing good, but you also gotta figure out a way to get people to listen to the music. You know? Well, yeah, because they don't, they don't. You're Joe Schmo. They they don't want to listen yeah. to whoever you are. And I told JP, I was like, let's just make coffee and have our music in the background. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good idea. That's what I've been trying to t tell people. I'm like, make videos, but use your music. Don't use the trending exactly. music that's going up or whatever. Which maybe you should, but you know, it's like, you know, take take your dog for a walk and then take videos of your dog around the, the neighborhood or whatever. And then put one of your songs in there with this you know, video and just, just make a dog walking. Video. Everybody loves dogs, you know, and maybe, maybe you'll get you know, dog reels. Yeah. You know, dogs, kids, cats or whatever, you know, but or just cool videos. <laughs> if you know how to edit really, really cool. And ideas that frame our entire our entire Instagram is going to turn into cute videos of kittens and stuff and music on it. Yeah, you're like, okay, we make music videos for cats now. <laughs> I'll just I'll just become famous on my own, and then I'll slip in. Slip in <laughs> that that works too. It's like there's this um, there's a really popular YouTube 
a duo. Maybe I've maybe you've heard of them. Have you ever heard of like Rhett and Link and Good Mythical Morning? Oh yeah, yes, yeah. Okay. I mean, they're really big, and so like yeah, it's, it's like everybody have heard them. But I've my daughter introduced them to me a lot because we always try to watch things that are uh, family friendly or whatever, you know. And so I'm not I don't yeah. watch The Family Guy or any, any of that kind of stuff around my young kids. Um, mm-hmm. So we yeah. try to watch like Hannah Montana or <laughs> whatever. So <laughs> she was into YouTube and she's like, "Here, watch watch these guys because you know she's like they're 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 safe and everything." So we started watching them and they're great. But over the last mm-hmm. year, um, I started watching them again. I was like, "You know what? I'm going to watch every single one of these for a year. Just I'm going to watch every show that they re- release and kind of follow them because I like them. I think, I think they're cool. And yeah. it's like they're really neat, but." Um, they were doing like music a long time time ago. There's, you know, they were in church and they started a church band and did all that kind of stuff and then tried to do stuff in college with, with with their band, yeah, and, and all this. And then um, they went to engineering school or school to to be engineers, but they always wanted to make stuff, so they started making commercials. So all, there's a bun- bunch of these really odd ads that I've seen before. I didn't know, but they did. So they started making money doing ads and stuff, then got their little retinlink.com and started making some Good Morning Omaha show or something like that on their website. Was that from Omaha? No, it, no, it wasn't Omaha. Uh-oh. But I mean, I'm just, it, it was some Good Morning, yeah, yeah. some okay. random city name that I, I don't remember. Um, but they were, they were doing that, and people started to tell them, you should put your stuff on YouTube. And they're like, no, man, we got our own website we put our videos on there well then somebody took something they did off their website and put it on youtube and they got way more views than they ever got on that website so they're like Mm -hmm. well maybe we should go to youtube so they started putting their stuff up on youtube you know and then they started doing that anyways fast forward to now they're getting ready to do like their 25th hundred episode of good mythical morning um and they they make I think like last year they made like over thirty million dollars or some such. I and mean, they have this massive thing that they've built. They have all these employees. They have a cooking show. They have all these different oh things go, go, going on. And now Rhett, who's always loved music and stuff, he's he's just finished his second. Well, he he released an album and now he's just done like an an EP and it's really good. But he's used this the, the money and. And stuff that he's made and the different fans that he's made to make his record. And he doesn't push it a whole lot on the show, yeah. but he does push it a little bit, you know. And yeah. um, I, But that's somebody who I think that uh, did make it big that's in another so cool. way, but still yeah. had to come back and was like, I still got to make that music record. I still got to make that music yeah. record. Because that's what they always wanted to do when they were young was music stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And, like there's so like, much music. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, you know. And I think at the end of the day, like, I'm pretty sure everybody goes through that, that, that struggle of like, oh, we're not making it. We're not getting the followers. We're not getting the listeners on Spotify or whatever. Like, you know, like we got to grind more. Like, I think, you, I think at the end of the day, you got to, you got to have that just like you want to just have fun with music. You know, you got to be able to be okay just enjoying making and playing music and, and whatever you can do to support that. Let's go, you know whether it's it is the music or if it's something else like you know but that's that's cool that they they can support that with their other thing that's awesome yeah i think it's neat that they that they were able you know um it's just like they can kind of live out those dreams that they used to have and they can do it in a way now because imagine 
being able to make a record with unlimited i mean i won't say unlimited but if you if you're yeah. a, a successful youtuber with millions of dollars in the bank then it's kind of unlimited money you know what i mean you're you're that's making true. your own yeah. record <laughs> it's like yeah you know no, that's the dream yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's just feel yeah we can do whatever as long like. as we want do whatever we want yeah. as many takes as we want we'll get some good you know that's rock and roll baby that's awesome. and, but yeah but you honestly don't yeah. even need all that you can just your acoustic guitar and a boom box record you can make some pretty great stuff yeah yeah, that's. I mean, that's what we. That's what we do on our acoustic stuff. My wife loves doing the acoustic stuff, and we, we really enjoy it. That's kind of how we fund out of the band stuff. Because like, like I mean, the plain truth is, we can play a two-hour acoustic gig around town and get paid three hundred bucks at a winery, mm-hmm. and we can go. Like when you go play a, a local band show, you're lucky to make. 60 bucks from sure. the door sure you know I, it, we've had some pretty like successful ones lately like i think a lot uh, there's a lot of venues that pay pretty well um which is cool very very cool um but yeah i mean just the bang for the buck like playing acoustic with for two hours with, with the wife and doing a bunch of covers is that's how we usually pay for for band fun things i think like, that's all that stuff i think there's a few people that um do it that way you know that are actually working yeah. I mean, that's because it's their job. They're like, I have to pay rent, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So they'll do yeah. their gigs at, you know, um, Lola's or, or, or wherever, like they normally do, but they'll mm-hmm. do a three-hour set at Shaw's or they'll do a three-hour set mm-hmm. at Martin House Brewery or, or wherever, and they'll play covers and, and do whatever they yeah. need to do because, you know. And um, I think that's cool, yeah. though, because I've actually gone and had dinner or drinks at places because they were playing there just to see them. And I like, mm-hmm. I like watching them do their yeah. do their acoustic set because it is a different vibe than you normally see yeah the, with the band true, true. you know and you get yeah. to see covers you would never see the band do yes yeah. yeah i mean it's you know we, we we do covers like usually one or two we try to do one or two covers a show um just to kind of keep it fun at the band and stuff but like when we do acoustic we can you know it's just me on acoustic and me and my wife singing so it's we can do whatever we want to you know and it's it's just a lot more efficient and easier and you know the guys are busy it's just you know the the way it is we all we all work full-time jobs and have families and lives and it's it's hard to get everybody together a lot and so we we try to be more intentional with our like full band stuff and we only we only do probably a full band show every two months maybe every month sometimes and because um, it's it's hard to get people to and once you've gone out there and all your like once you get past the wave of all your friends who come see you you know sure sure to come out again sometimes you know and so try to do less and be more intentional with it but acoustic shows that we can just do whatever and we you know typically we're just background noise to at wineries and breweries and stuff so that's kind of fun but mm-hmm. but you usually get and say you you you'll be surprised i bet you that there's someone who's uh, sitting there and they'll stop for a second and be like who is this again and they'll kind of they'll yeah they'll facebook you or whatever you'll see a couple new likes yeah get that a lot like from people at acoustic stuff whether it's the winery and we had a bunch of people that came out that were browsing the marketplace of lola's that brought their kiddos down to the pit and just listened to us and we were pretty pretty big hit with the three-year-olds in that show (laughs) (laughs) nothing wrong with that man it's awesome yeah yeah that's always really fun so yeah yeah we we really we really love it and just like like we just we like doing it i don't know yeah so 
Well, it's always funny whenever we we come out, and um, there was one venue that we came, and this girl was a waitress there, and she like snuck over to us, and she was like, "You're my favorite one that comes here." And I was <laughs> oh, like, "That's, that's cool. so nice." She was like, "You need to come more," and I was like, well, "We'll see you in three months." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they talk to your boss. Tell him. Tell him. Bring us <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm like, ask them. <laughs> I've just been working for a better tip. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe I haven't seen her again since. Oh, okay. then, so. <laughs> He's probably got. She got fired. You shouldn't talk to them. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so uh, I did. I watched a couple of your videos. I, I'd seen Sparks before, but I went back and watched it again. It's like I really liked that video. Cool. I just, it's just a. It's, it's so sweet, <laughs> you know. Thanks, man. And it's very pretty or whatever. I, I like. I like the way it's shot and everything. Um, um, that's so. That, that's our drummer. He he put that. Yeah. He shot that video and put it all together. Hey, did good. It's and, a good job. Or well, some and of the Dylan. yeah, some of the footage is from a couple like the live footage from some shows is from our buddy Dylan, and so our, our drummer took some of that footage, and then we the acoustic show that's in that video was a show that he shot at, and then we went and just kind of did some shots around downtown Keller, which is around where that venue was that we played the acoustic show and he does i mean he does such a good job in like video editing and all kinds of crazy stuff so like, he's so good he so looked really good then um yeah i had a really fun glad you enjoyed it. yeah we don't i i was like like i don't think i don't know how to get that music video out i don't know what menu like how to get that people to watch it because like, i don't think we have a lot of people that have watched it on youtube <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know how you you do that either. Maybe yeah. maybe you take clips of it and do it share it in reels, like in clips, a little clip yeah. that has like a link we to the that. full video or something. Or um, trying to do that in time, but like yeah, it's I don't know. But it was a cool. It's a cool thing to do. I think it's a cool like way to to people to discover you as back as a local band. I don't think it's the most cost efficient, but it's a cool kind of art form that you can put out there for people mm-hmm. to get to be a little more and experience music in different ways so i think so especially so like then i also watched your crocodile tears video and that see, and see, yeah that one's a lot more yeah. fun you know um it's like i really liked that video i thought i was laughing the whole, i was like this is great it was really awesome whenever you showed up to practice and everything it was like i've had a weird day you know and i was like it was, it, it was just cool how the song stopped and you're in practice and it's like okay this is yeah. you know i thought that was a really neat the use yeah. you know of the video or whatever because it's it's a music video and it's the song from the album but then all of a sudden it's back to being yeah. you know live action or whatever again and you're yeah you we, had a lot of fun. we had a lot of fun making that and brainstorming it we we had a couple like meetings where we brainstormed it and tossed around a bunch of ideas and it was a lot it was a lot of work for your music video i believe it. <laughs> together like a whole weekend full saturday and i think we took most of a monday night um, but it was so much fun though we, we, we like the running around there was a lot of shots that were really cool that didn't make it too because it was it's such a fast-paced quick song and it's actually not that long mm-hmm. <laughs> actually probably shot way more than we needed but um, it was a lot of we had a lot of fun we had to tell everybody in the neighborhood that don't mind the people in gator masks yeah, running around running around <laughs> <laughs> Just for music, don't worry about it. <laughs> that was cool. Um, yeah. and then, Thanks, man. Yeah, no, they're fun. I, I like the music videos. We need. Um, I haven't done it yet. I've, I kept thinking about because there's a Funky Town podcast um, channel. It's just 
Yeah. Yeah, but I can't upload anything because I put all this local music in there and I always get striked with copyright stuff. And so it's like uh, it's YouTube is weird about that. Yeah. You know? It's like I'm trying to promote local music. I'm not trying to make yeah. money off local music or and whatever. Yeah. Guarantee uh, none of those local artists are gonna not want that on there either, you know. So Yeah, but a lot of times I think it goes to especially like when you're under a different license, like if you have C D baby or something like that, it goes to it doesn't yeah. really go to the band, it goes to this corporation who's doesn't know anything about anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, yeah. We, we just read our stuff through distro kid. So they, they have like a whole thing about YouTube where do you want to just put this on YouTube and like, there's a whole thing you got to read. Oh yeah. So, yeah. No, cause I'd love to, I wish I could just do like a radio show on YouTube where I would come on and just play like local music or whatever. Um, yeah. and it'd be on the YouTube channel that has like the, the name and the album and like the cover art and everything like that kind of, you know, kind of displayed, but it just, yeah, it's just co- copyright. Stuff, cool. I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, but Go for it, man. I'm, what I was going to say was, I, I should do like a playlist and it's just, it's going to take so much work, but to go, just to go, go through and try to find all the local videos yeah. that I can There's find. A lot. And, yeah. And, and put them in one playlist. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's like, that's one of the reasons I wanted to do the music video. Like, we had the idea we because we've released four songs from the new record that are kind of out. We wanted to do it like an every music video each time. That's it was just a ton of work. So we ended up yeah. doing it for both the first two. Uh, but I just think it's a cool like, especially for like a local band. Like I know it's not like money efficient or whatever, but it's like I, you know, I I like I'm a big fan of like Cutthroat Finches and Sean Russell stuff, and uh-huh. like I just thought it was cool that. Like I could look him up and look the local band up and see their music video. Like mm-hmm. it's a cool, like, you know, it's a cool one thing to listen to it, but it's cool to like watch the band kind of perform it and like have a story behind it. And it's a cool little art form to enjoy, you know? No, that's the first, that's, I mean, if, if you go back and I'm, I'm asking you not to do this, but if you were to go back and listen mm-hmm. to like the very first episode or two, most of the stuff I got, mm-hmm. I got off YouTube, you know, I went to YouTube oh, yeah. and found like, you know, um, different bands doing stuff or some, sometimes it was somebody like Vincent Nelly Emerson in a gas station playing the guitar. And so I just pulled yeah. that clip and played it on the show or whatever. Oh, you wow. know. This is, this oh, was, you had him on that? Huh? How, like, so what, what episode are you on right now? Oh gosh, I don't even know. Um, you know, yeah, I never account. keep, I don't ever keep track <laughs> but, because it's weird. Um, those little while, whenever, um, those, those, there used to be a guy on the podcast named Zach. And mm-hmm. he started, he did a Zach cast. Um, mm-hmm. And so I let him put his Zach cast on the page, which is like four or five. And then Matthew Broyles was doing his barbershop for a while. And I let him put his show on there. So it's not all me, but, but, yeah. that, but that's not many. Um, I wonder if I can look real fast and see, but I don't know. My daughter asked me the, the other day how many I've done. I was like, I don't know. And uh, yeah. I think it's between three and 400. Let me see. Oh, wow. Right on. Let's see what the last number was. Oh, does it not tell me? I was trying to look at my last one that I did last week yeah. to see if it tells me what. Do you remember like, when you started? How long ago was it that you started the podcast? Well, it was in November, and I think it was 2013. So I think it's been 10 years. But there was a couple of years that I, that I took off. I stopped doing the podcast right before COVID hit. Not, oh okay. Not because of COVID, it just it just worked out that way to where it's like I was like ah, I just yes. some stuff was was going on. I just didn't want to do it. Um, yeah, oh, anymore yeah. Or whatever. And I was like, you know, I've, I've done it for so long, um, and I was like, I just 
I don't think I want to do it anymore. So I stopped and then COVID hit and then, um, I really kind of missed it. And I was like, man, during COVID, whenever nothing was yeah. going on, I was like, man, I wish I was doing the podcast now just because I felt like people might need something to yeah. do, something no, to listen to or whatever. And it's like, I wish I was doing it now, when, you know, that's when I, I'm pretty sure that's when I found, I found your podcast during COVID and I found, uh, that's when I connected with Andrew at Fort Worth Roots. Okay. I was just like looking up, like, man, I was like, surely there's got to be like some kind of local music podcast for Fort Worth or something. Like, there's such, there's such a scene here. There's got to be something. And I'm pretty sure that's that's when I found you and Andrew. And I think I, I think the, was it the, the Funky Panther is one of them too. Yeah. There's a couple of them out there. And yeah, no, I've always, I really enjoyed like your interviews and, and like, like I just, I, I'm a fan of the local scene. Like I just wish more people were, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just so cool to be able to just get to know local bands and hear their music. And cause there's such good bands in Fort Worth, you know, and there's like, I like digging and finding ways to like discover them. That's one of the things like I love about Amplify, like 817 and what they're doing yeah. too. Like, yeah. you know, I, I think <clears throat> more people should watch and pay attention to that stuff because like it's like they they do that off the record thing on youtube and like where they interview and mm-hmm. have them perform yeah with, it's a local band with eddie brown and those are cool yeah they're usually really good and like it's like this is awesome why don't more people like this is awesome <laughs> you know i know it's and, it's very weird now, it's like there's almost a million people in this area yeah you know and it's, it's like why can't you get like a hundred thousand or even like ten thousand <laughs> You know, that's a lot of people, 10,000, you know, if I had, if I woke up in in, in the morning and say 2000 people will listen to my last podcast, I would be floored. I'd be like, oh my God, that's insane. And it really out of, out of a million people, 2000, isn't that many, you know, but that's a lot of people, you know, but I don't know, I don't know how to get that, that buzz going, you know? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. They're like, I I, I don't know. I, I mean, with all the. I feel like there's been like article after article, whether it's like a Facebook post by somebody or it's a Fort Worth Weekly article about the Fort Worth Weekly Awards. I'm sure mm-hmm. you've been up on it. I think I saw your comment on one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, like, there's just like a whole lot of like talk about the scene in Fort Worth nowadays. And a lot of it just seems to be like, I don't know, negative maybe. I don't know if that's maybe. valid. I, I think, I think it's just, um, I wonder if it's was it called like not, not not that your post was you know, your comment was negative, but just like the articles, like it's always about like you know why isn't the scene working or why aren't people coming to shows and stuff? And like I get it too, mm-hmm. but man, I think it's just the I don't, I don't world. know this. I think everything is know? just different. I think everything is just different now, and you have yeah. to you know. I still think it's part of the economy. I know people don't like to hear it. Uh, you know, yeah. I I just I. Uh, nobody's making any more money than they were five years ago, but yet everything costs way more than it did five years ago. And yeah. that starts to, you start to say, well, I can't go out as much. It just yeah. happens. I mean, it's just, that's part of it. I don't, yeah. I don't, I, I think that at least in my case, um, yeah. you know, the reason why I don't go out as much as, as I used to is honestly, cause I just can't afford yeah. to go out as much as I used to. Um, For that's, sure. Yeah. That's, that's, that's just also, me. That's, you know, yeah, and I think you know a lot of the like the culture like after post COVID like I don't know most venues their shows don't start till nine o'clock, <laughs> and p- people hear that and like 
you know, we always ask for the opening slot typically, or we generally want that because people want to be in bed by 10 o'clock, 10 30, you know, yeah. yeah, like, like it's hard. Like, I don't know. Like we've, once a few times we've had to play late, like 11 or 10. It's been like, people are like what? Oh no, I can't. <laughs> yeah. So then they're like, when's your acoustic band? Yeah. When's your, when are those shows? Yeah. Right. Like we're, we're playing, we're playing I'm on there. Friday. We're playing at twilight with court Huang. Um, we, we were getting the, we we're playing at nine and we've had at least, I don't know, at least two or three people this weekend that, like, how would they want to come see you? And like, we tell them, we're playing Friday, you know, um, over at Fort Worth. And like, what time are you going? Like, nine. And I'm like, oh, it's too late. <laughs> what? Well, that's, yeah. that's the earliest time. Yeah, that's, I don't think that's too late. And I mean, that's the, that's most, I mean, I don't know. It's like, so I'm 51 now. I don't know how old you guys are, but I'm, I'm 51. So yeah, I don't really. Like to be 30, out till, okay, but I don't like to yeah. be out till two o'clock in the morning anymore. You know, but and also, yeah. no. I don't know. I guess in this city, it's it's not so bad. It's, I don't ever feel like the oldest guy in the room whenever I do go out. Um, mm-hmm. But I do know that it's a young man's game. You know, yeah, this stuff is usually for the people in their twenties. <laughs> you know, yeah, and so yeah. whenever I was in in my twenties or whatever, I wouldn't even go out until after ten. If you played at nine o'clock, I yeah. missed you. I wasn't going to see. You. Like, sorry, it's too early, man. You got to play like at ten, <laughs> eleven, twelve. You know, really, really eleven or twelve is before I even get yeah. there because we're going to be out till two or three or four in the morning. And so, but yeah, when you're older, it's like. I want to eat dinner. I want to go out, see a show, be home by ten o'clock yeah. or whatever, in bed by ten thirty. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, oh yeah, we've went. To, uh, we've been to a couple of shows recently. My wife and I we went to see uh, Will Dorado um, and uh, Drew Holcomb and Josiah the Bonnevilles at Tannehills over here in Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. Um, and we paid the extra money just to sit in the, the cushy seats. Yeah, because I'm just like, man, that. That general admission game is that's a young man's game. Right. <laughs> get the, well, and at Will game. Dorado, at Will Dorado, that's the one that um Sean and Cut Their Fence. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really cool. They did a great job too. That it was cool. packed. I was like, there's was. no way I'd want to stand in the middle of all those people. Yeah, yeah. It's it's funny how, how it changes when you get older. Yeah, and like like you're saying, like, yeah, back in when you were younger, like I remember I went to college at UNT and um, I even feel like Denton's changed. Like it's changed, I think, for the younger people too. I don't know if it's post COVID or whatever, but like I remember Denton on the square. Like you'd play a show and like you'd be out to like two a.m. and it'd still be bopping. Like oh, yeah, on the square, sure. yeah. But now, like we'll play a show in Denton and we get out of the show at ten thirty, and it's there's nobody. There's nobody out there. Like it's just not the same. I don't know. I don't, know, I don't understand these kids these days, Jeffrey. I don't get it. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't either. That's how awesome. Old, that's how that's how you know you're getting old. Whenever you're like, I don't understand. Yeah. I don't. I don't get it either. But I'm also wondering if you know because whenever you spend like two years indoors, yeah, just, yeah. Uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's like it, it, everything changed, and it's like okay, now you have to come up with this new lifestyle. Now you you can't just go anywhere whenever you want and stay out, whatever. And so then yeah. two years later, they open the doors back up and go, you can go out, and you're like, okay. I don't know. I'm cool. Yeah, like, I, I've kind of managed to DoorDash and yeah, I figured out how to live without going out. I can stay home. Yeah. <laughs> Food be brought to me. <laughs> I got video games. I got TikTok. I got whatever you know. I got video cameras. I got FaceTime. I don't need to go anywhere. Right. I got Spotify. You know, whatever. It's 
is so yeah. I don't maybe that's part of it, you know. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't I don't either, man. I think it just ebbs and flows. And I honestly I still think that the four scene is going probably way better than a lot of people think. I think that it's just all the people all the people that have been covering it for the past ten years are all ten years older. I think it's and maybe it's different. Maybe it's changed and they're all still covering the same scene they were covering ten years ago and the scene is somewhere to the left or to the right. Whatever, not left like politically, but it's just in a different spot. And all the young right, kids are there yeah. and we're just too old to even know about it. <laughs> you know? I think yeah, I think it's just part of the natural like flow. I, you know, I think you know I think there's there's definitely valid points to be listened to. Yeah, I do think it's a lot of it's just it is just different. Like you know, like there's different music, different tastes nowadays. You know, and, and the world is different too. Like, like we as a band, I think you know, like I was saying, we don't play a full band as often as we we did when we first started out. And partly because we wanted to get our name out. Real, you know, we were playing a lot just to get our name out there. But like, it's just not efficient anymore. Like, you know, once you get to a certain point and. I feel like it's more effective just to like, like work on writing and releasing music and having fun with that and then play a show every so often and get a bigger crowd, you know, mm-hmm. and doing those, like those digital things, whether it's like a podcast performance or whatever, it was like kind of, <laughs> <laughs> my wife is making chases. No, I think, I mean, I think, but, I think the digital yeah. stuff is, I think you have to do, I don't want to do it. I'd, I got on TikTok the, the other day. I was like, okay, fine. I'm on here. I haven't made anything, but I'm like, I'm on there. And I'm already getting people like, oh, so-and-so looked at your profile. I'm like, yeah, there's nothing there. You know, I'm like, I don't know what to do with this stupid thing. What do you do with TikTok? I don't have any idea. I ask my wife typically is what I do. Yeah, because I don't even know where to start. Found, the best it, what? It, it, the best use I've found for TikTok is literally just making videos and then moving it over to Instagram. Oh, really? <laughs> TikTok scares me. It's just too quick and it's too much stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, it's because it's so up until this point, I have been like, TikTok is like my recipe book for cooking. Um, <laughs> all we, all we eat in this household, Jeffrey, is from TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> That's not well, so I'm bad, saying, though. Like, yeah. It, oh, I it's, mean, it just works. It, it's good. Well, it's good for people with a short attention span. And, um, <laughs> and, and but it failed me at Thanksgiving and it, it made um, sweet potato soup. Oh, it was no. so disgusting. <laughs> and it was supposedly the best recipe ever. I was like, this tastes like crap. <laughs> I could drink this with a straw. This is so bad. <laughs> But anyway, I think it's good for making videos, uh, mostly because you can get it to put it together for you. But then you got to mess with because sometimes the music it wants to give you is not appropriate for being in public. <laughs> okay, and you can't. <laughs> so I'm like, I can't have that with my family stuff. <laughs> can you use your own music? We can. Um, but then if you try to like when we very first started on when I was trying to find out how to get more followers and stuff, um, there's of course the little ads that you can pay for to run for like five days or whatever. And mm-hmm. they're worthless. Don't do it ever worthless. Um, because mostly what you get is truly just bots. But anyways, it's, we got a lot of fans in India from one promotion. Oh. Yeah, really. <laughs> but 
but anyway, so you you can't run the promotion if it's your own music. You have to pick what TikTok wants you to pick. And I'm yeah. just like, this is stupid. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to promote this other music. Yeah. <laughs> well, I yeah. want T-Pain. Dumb. Don't do it. Yeah. I'll figure PSA. out what to do. I'll figure out what to do with, with TikTok. I mean, I watch Andrew. Andrew's always doing stuff on his TikTok. It's just, I'm not Andrew. I can't, hey, this is Jeff Lord, fucking down podcast. You know, whatever. He He's always yeah. doing stuff. And it's like, I just. He's, all, yeah. He's a pioneer there. He's, yeah. I was trying to ask him one day. I was like, how the heck did you get this many followers? And he's like, it's magic. <laughs> he's, he goes live on TikTok, doesn't he? Yeah. And you can't go live until you have a thousand followers. I'm like, how do you get past 300? Right. <laughs> Impossible. <laughs> no, I tried. I tried the YouTube thing a, a few a few years ago. I tried making a little fishing show, and I did that for a little while. You know, and it was, I got it. I got it about maybe. I think I got it to like two or three hundred followers, maybe in a in a couple years. Um, but it's way too much work for n- no real re- re- reward. I liked it okay, but. After a while, I was like, it's just too much work to do this. But I wonder for the phone. I started making 60-second fishing shows. Um, and I did it for a little while, and then I just stopped. And it's like if Twitter was – I mean, Twitter, if, if TikTok was big then like it is now, it would have been perfect. 60-second mm-hmm. fishing shows probably would have been the perfect format for that. Instead of YouTube, it would have been better on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, who knows? No. Um, um, it's all that for me. Now one now one thing I do like to watch on YouTube is um guitar videos and whether it's yeah. on how to play guitar, different styles of playing guitar or refurbishing guitars or building guitars from scratch or whatever. And so I was watching all these different videos and then I saw them I was like I'm going to look up my guitar. So I have this little guitar, this little Gretsch Jim Dandy, which I saw that you have as well. And I started looking it up yeah. just, just to see yeah. what, what people thought about it. Like, you know, I've had this for a year. You know, what are my thoughts mm-hmm. now? Because I, I love mine. I absolutely, I think it's, I mean, it's not the best Dude, guitar ever, but I, it's so much fun to play. I love playing it. It is. It's the perfect little, like, have around guitar. Yeah, it's, it's great. So, I always love little guitars. And I, I, I bought that and I wanted to mod it because I, I don't know, like... Yeah, I, I ended up really like loving it. I play it as much more than anyone. I feel like a giant. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, you do kind of like a giant. I don't know. But that's why I, I did see like a lot of the mods, you know, and so I saw where they yeah. they made it electric, and they actually they did that. There was so many YouTube videos of them doing that. The Gretsch actually came out with an, an electric version of that guitar. I forgot yeah. what it's called. Um, the, oh, um, yeah, yeah. The well, this one's the Jim Dandy. It's the some other weird name yeah i was for some reason i was thinking rambler or something but i don't think it's rambler but um yeah. but anyway so yeah so you made jersey acoustic but did you put on i also noticed that everybody's putting on rubber bridges because they want this oh. old-timey sound yeah that's made popular by taylor swift is, is what they're giving credit to and i was like so people are taking the bridges off and putting rubber in there to kind of mute the strings to make it yeah. sound so you've heard of that well you can like i, I looked in that too because like I, I noticed that too and and um but you don't have to like i mean you can do that like permanently make a lot of people are doing that to cheap guitars like like the jim dandy and and stuff and um like they're making it permanently rubber bridged um and but you can do it like you can do it as a temporary thing too like i i was experimenting it with it one time and um 
just like cut some rubber I had lying around the garage and stuck it under the bridge and it does the same thing. Yeah, you just kind of pushed it up up next to it. Yeah. Yeah. Snug, yeah. It's it's a cool sound, like especially like if you go like through an amp with the pickup or whatever, it's mm-hmm. a really cool like good like quacky kind of thing. I just had no idea that they were doing they were doing that was just I was just like, what? They're doing what? And I started watching all all, all, all these videos of people putting rubber bridges yeah. on that guitar and i was like i didn't know this was a thing but it's totally a thing <laughs> you know yeah like that was a, that it's was a cool. trend or whatever it's yeah very cool like indie sound and tone it's funny it's you know but they're going for because I, I feel like so like the guitar from back then there would be like these really old cheap parlor guitars like this one here kind of scaled down they didn't cost mm-hmm. anything that a lot of poor people had yeah. That's all that that's all that that they could afford. So they didn't sound as good yeah. as the really nice guitars, but they played those old blues and stuff on them. And so now they're yeah. trying to replicate that sound. But that sound was just the sound of a poorly made guitar. It wasn't yeah. you know what I mean? It's like that yeah. wasn't intentional. No. That's just what sure. they had. That's the best that they could do. And they played the best they played the I, best with those that they had and but now yeah. it's become such a sound of its Thought own. I, that yeah, people yeah. are trying to, you know, make their good sounding good, good guitars sound bad on purpose. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like it's yeah. I love the sound of it like a, you know I my favorite guitar band that I've gotten into in recent years is Recording King. Um, they make like cheap, cheaper and you can find them on like a guitar center, but like they do a lot of like parlor stuff, parlor sized guitars. I've got a couple of them. I've got a, a single and a, a concert size that I use for church. It's got a pickup in it with a, with a tuner. And then, uh, I actually gave this middle to this, the parlor one I have from recording King to my middle son. He plays it a lot of time, but it's like if they're cheap, like two hundred dollar maybe mm-hmm. price range, but they, you know they don't sound. I mean, I don't know. Like if you're using it live, as long as you have decent enough pickups and good like processing pedals, like you don't need to have a two thousand dollar right or something. I I don't, you know, I don't know. I like having more variety than more expensive not variety. I guess. I don't know. I oh, say, I still think they make guitars, but you know, yeah. that's her problem, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Now I've always played. You know, I just I've, I've never had money to buy the really nice guitars, so I've always played on on the cheaper guitars. Maybe my most expensive one might be like five or six hundred dollars. You know, your your kind of mid range yeah. or whatever. Um, I like the acoustics, um, g- 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 guitars, and I played on yeah. different ones. But I went over to somebody's house and they had like an old Martin. You know, and I've always heard, oh, Martin's so awesome. I just want to da, clarify, da, da. I said, so I, I, I said I, that her problem just because she's right here next to me and she can laugh at it. Uh, what? I, I just want to clarify, I said that's her problem just because she's right next to you, right here next to me. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> no, I got that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you were saying it loud enough to where she could hear it. Like a jerk saying it. No. Um, but no, what, 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 what I was going to say was I did play on a Martin once. And when I played on it, I was like, yeah. as soon as I started playing just the simplest thing, I was like, this sounds like it's on the radio. I mean, it's like, I was like, yeah. this is what all the guitars There's I've ever heard. It. I, mean, I mean, it really, it's like, it sounds, you're always trying yeah. to get this certain sound that you hear on the radio and it never quite sounds exactly like, you know, that is, you know, 
at least not to me, but when I played this guitar, I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, this sounds yeah. like what I hear on the radio. I'm like, that's, yeah. it just, I don't even know how to, yeah. you know, because I don't think you have there's, to have I mean, a $2,000 guitar, but man, whenever you do get to play sure, one, yeah. it's really nice. It's special. Yeah. Like I, I think like with electric guitars, like I kind of had the mentality, like I, I've been, I have one guitar that I kind of modified, like I took a Squire, it's an offset telly. So it's like the body style of a Jaguar. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but mm-hmm. got tele pickups and I, I put um, EMG style tele pickups in there and modified the bridge and put a new neck on it. And I call it my Franken master. Cause it's like a yeah. Telecast master, but it was like a $200 guitar and I probably put way more money into it, but it sounds great. But I also have like a really nice Jaguar, like custom shop that I, uh, a couple of years ago that's like like you said like you play on it and like okay <laughs> yeah this is what it's about like, yeah yeah this yeah. makes sense i always like the jaguars too yeah oh, i love I, like, I love the short scale size like i the most recent one i got was um, a mustang that i bought um and I, I love it's like a little short scale thing and it's it's way cheaper than the jaguar and i play it way more right now so you know yeah, I think I'm gonna. Yeah. I think I'm getting ready to buy one of those um, guitar kits that you can get online, and they have like the Stratocaster oh, yeah. and the Deli, the Deli, different styles, um, even like yeah. the Les Paul style. But they're like 150 bucks, and yeah. it, it, it comes with all. Everything is there. You just put it all together. It's, yeah. got, it's got the pickups and the wires, and you paint yeah. it. You put That's, the neck on, the body on, and all the tuning keys together, and that kind cool. of stuff. I think it'd be fun, you know. Yeah, yeah. it's just a Lego yeah, guitar kind of. That Gretchen Danny was kind of my first foray into doing that kind of thing. I mean, all I did was put a pickup in it, and install like the pickup plug-in in the in the bridge or, or in the butt end of it or whatever. Yeah, but, but I, I want to do that to, uh, to mine one. because I got a drill and I didn't do. I don't want to do that. So. <laughs> oh man, like I was so nervous, <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have done it. I've never like I feel like I'm violating this guitar right now, drilling the hole into it. Where, but, yeah. You know, I, I watched a ton of YouTube videos, and I was trying to be super careful with it. And it's definitely not perfect, but it it does the job, and it, it it's my favorite guitar right now. I love playing it. So yeah, I, really yeah, I have this dream of like one day building my own kind of modified thing and buying like a body and a neck and putting it all together. But when I'm old and retired and have the time, maybe I can do that. Well, and the money they have kits now on amazon for like i mean they're not much just like 120 bucks or 130 yeah. bucks or whatever and like it, it comes with yeah. the body and, and, and then it, everything is there you just gotta put it all, all together it's, it's, some of them don't even need soldering some of them it's just it's already soldered you just yeah. gotta put it in the body you know yeah and then put screws yeah. in there and then you just paint it or stain it or whatever you want to do to it yeah you know? and so i'm not looking at that. i know i know josh our bass player he has uh, I don't know if he built it, but I think it's like a modified Gip- or Gibson or Epiphone that he like stripped all the paint off of and refinished and everything. I don't know if he did the pickups on it. I think he actually put his own pickups in it too. He put like zebra style pickups in it. And it's cool looking. He repainted yeah. it like a like a faded road worn teal. Oh, nice. And it's like a pick art. It's a cool looking guitar. I remember him playing it. That's a one. Know. I saw one dude. He put a. He put a rotary phone dial 
in the guitar. So whenever he would play wow. and then he would dial it, it would be like, you know, every time he would dial it, it would go backwards. It would go, wah, 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 wah. it was cool. I was like, and he had like a, a, a CB speaker with a CB yeah. mic on there as well. So, he, so, so he, he could pull it off and talk through his guitar through the CB mic. But it was one of those that's kits a, that he bought, and he just drilled some extra holes in it and put extra stuff inside yeah. the body or whatever. It's like that's kind of cool. That's so cool. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, that's one of those like I'd go to see that in the show for sure. Man. Me too, man. Yeah. If there's somebody around here playing in, now, who's yeah. fun is um, have you guys ever played with uh, the Professor Fuzz? No, but I've heard of him. Yeah, they're, I, I, I've they're hearing about him a lot. Lately, yeah, they're, they're they're a lot of fun, and his they're a lot of fun, and his microphone is a is a phone. It's a red old school like telephone that you put to your ear that goes down to your mouth but that's what he sings through yeah it's like this old old timey phone kind of thing it's kind of cool so all right man um only so i started off the show i played y'all song waves that's y'all's newest single yeah and it's it's the last single before your next album comes out yeah yeah we so we wanted to release the four and then we're kind of taking the holidays right now to finish the album we're hoping to have it out <clears throat> early next year. Like we've been, I feel like we've been saying that <laughs> a lot. Um, like lately, just like for a while, mm-hmm. we wanted to have this album out like early this year and just life happens, you know, but, sure. but yeah, waves is the last single from the record. And um, yeah, it's a song we're really proud of. And um, I know for me, like, cause we, I, I mix <clears throat> and produce all this stuff here at home in a little studio and uh like that was a, a labor of love for that song writing yeah. it and producing it was a ton of work so it's got a nice real full sound i like the way it starts it's kind of quiet then it comes, Thanks, yeah. comes in big you know yeah no we're really happy with it it's one of, it's definitely probably our funnest one to play live right now you know, oh okay yeah opening this so um and then um i'm gonna close we'll finish up here and in, in just a mm-hmm. second, but I wanted to close the show with um, my boo. And, oh, um, okay, nice. Um, I wanted yeah, to do it because I liked the post that that Jenna put up asking what everybody's favorite single cover art was or whatever. Um, yes, it's really She's cool. Yeah, I think it's <laughs> neat that y'all do those whatever they're called, the little icons. Um, yeah, like, you know, it looks like it's almost like a street sign mm-hmm. or something yeah, you can see on a warning sign or something it's like those yeah, it's little like, things it's simple so it's recognizable and easy to remember hopefully and, uh-huh. and that one's kind of a cool story too because we uh um the artwork on that one is from toasty poet who also does toasty brothers brewing in denton okay and we, we played a show up at howling Mutt and he had that piece of artwork hanging up in in at the brewery and we played a show up there and I was like, that's super cool. I'm going to take that home. And so we bought it and the lady from the counter told us who did, who did it. And um, we were, we had the song. My boo was like, how cool would it be to use this? And oh, so we reached out to him. Heck yeah. He was like, let's use it for sure. And so he's been like super cool with us using it. And he has a whole series of them, like a bunch of ghosts. It's just cute little ghosts. Yeah things black and white but they're just so cool this yeah. one's ghost number nine is that the one we have this yeah. Yeah. okay that's like, cool yeah yeah but it's cute this my boo and the yeah. song is really <laughs> sweet and is, is, as well and it, it really fits they go together really yeah. well and I, I think that's cool I, I, I don't know if y'all can make little pins or something but that'd be kind of neat if you had like little pins of your singles yeah <laughs> you know yeah 
That's yeah. actually not a bad idea. We've been yeah. like we've been trying to figure out because we we had a bunch of merch and stuff from the first album, but we haven't really re-upped on anything. We have some stickers for Crocodile Tears, but we haven't re-upped on anything yet. We're trying to figure out a new shirt design to have and figure out how to do it, but maybe we'll do some some pins from my view. That'd be cool. super cool. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah, actually, let me ask you. Um, if you were to pick a band shirt standing at a merch table, would you pick a shirt that had photos of the band member in like a professional setting or like a concert playing live setting or would you reach to grab one of these icon shirts instead i would probably go so are we talking about like a a band shirt that has like a photo of the band on it yeah yeah because we've been tossing around a bunch of ideas back and forth and we had one that was just like you know like a typical band photo like us standing in front of a fence yeah and i'm thinking of the photo the one that, together, us, like, yeah that y'all have like y'all in front of the fence um that's cool i'm trying to think if i've, if I've seen any band fo- band shirts that have people's photos on it that's really interesting i don't know you don't see it too often. i don't like, see it too often yeah. unless it's maybe like a cartoon form or something but the actual yeah. photograph they'd be i'd have to see it i'm more than likely going to go with the icon one i'd like the pictures the drawings yeah. and stuff you know our probably most popular shirt that we had was the we had a shirt from our like our single that was called money on the first album uh-huh. and a little like broken piggy bank with a heart coming out of it yeah um, people people really liked that one a lot yeah so. and that and that would be a good shirt too um yeah uh yeah i like that i'd i'd have to see the uh, the picture one that's interesting i might would get that only because i i don't usually see that so maybe like i've never seen a band with has their i mean like the beatles and stuff i have but um yeah not like local bands you know yeah it's true i mean like, you don't really see a lot of them have like their album artwork or like their right. logo or whatever yeah it's just some sort of artwork that's that's on there um or maybe there's like animation drawings of their their you know like the characters of them or something like that yeah, but like I'm thinking of like the like the, I've, I've I have a Beatles shirt like the Let It Be shirt with the four squares, and each yeah. one of them are in one square or something like that. Yeah. That could be kind of cool. But there's five of you, so you'd have to figure out a different. There's five, right? Yeah, there's yeah. five of you, so you have to figure out a different pattern or whatever. But it could be interesting. Yeah, um, but yeah I like the, the I like the I like yeah. the symbols and the in the in the artwork more. I think. Yeah. Typically, would you buy a my boo shirt? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think it's cute. Yeah, I would. <laughs> and I mean, I like the, I like them all though. I like the, uh, the crocodile tears is really cool. The um, yeah. the the money one was cool. The sparks is really cool too. You know, yeah. Um, yeah even the waves one has with the way. I mean, they're all cool. I, th- I think I think they're all neat. You know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what I would. I was, I was trying to think if I if I was in a band and those were in, and I had those, what what I would do with them? You know, yeah. do you put them on a shirt? All of them on a shirt? Do you make? Pins out of each one of them, or you know, yeah. I just we'll see what happens. I don't know. Maybe we'll do a a, a Instagram reel. Maybe my wife here will do an Instagram reel. Take some polls. Take a poll. That's what it is. Poll. Yeah. Yeah. Now, tell you, man, I used um, Sticker Mule to buy those little pins. Um, Oh yeah. I bought like little one-inch pins, and it was like I think I got ten of them for. $20 Twenty dollars or something like that. It oh, wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't much. Got a couple at uh, that Andrew at the Fort Worth Bridge yeah, thing. But, we but there, yeah. Now those are bigger. They're one. 
they're one and a half. But after oh, okay. I, after I bought those ones, like I said, I wanted to buy ten of them just to see what they look like. I think it was twenty bucks for ten, so I bought the ten. Um, then I get like an ad a, f- a few weeks later saying, "Hey, we have these on sale. You, you we can get like one and a half, or you get the one point five inch um, pins. You get fifty of them for like twenty nine ninety five or something." So mm-hmm. I was like, "Well, I'm going to do that." So that's when I ordered those. The ones that I gave you, or whatever. But yeah, I mean, I got I got like fifty of them for like thirty bucks, you know. So I mean, if you wanted to sell them for two or three dollars a piece, you could still make a little bit of money back to get some more. Um, yeah. But Sticker Mule is a, a good place because I'm always getting now. I keep getting ads them, you know, saying, "Hey, you know, get get fifty glitter stickers for 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 twenty five dollars or whatever." Yeah, they have lots of good specials yeah. that the that the. the that they'll you know send so that, that might be something to look at as far as like, yeah. if you're looking at stickers is, it's easy and you know every van you gotta have a sticker you gotta have a sticker you can post around your venues and stuff and yeah i think put so on the, too. put on the mirrors and the bathrooms and stuff you know i can tell you i want every band that i know every, every band can't do it it's just it's just too high but i want every band to have pins and patches <laughs> it's like yeah those are my two favorite pins, things i don't and, patches like i don't know like, i mean i i like the patches but do people put? I guess people put patches. Mm-hmm. With things I got a, I got my Levi jacket, and I got cutthroat finches on here, and I've got. Oh yeah. I've got all kinds oh, okay. of patches on here. Yeah, I, I love getting the local band patches. I went to Docs today, and they have Doc Records patches, so I got a Doc Records store patch to put on my mm-hmm. um, on my jacket. Cool. And so, okay. yeah, I mean, I don't know that people do that, but I do that. So, <laughs> if yeah. You, if you ever get, um, yeah. Well, in fact, I got I got a itchy Richie patch. Yeah, he's got a final works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Final works you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I think patches are kind of. I think they're hard. I think they're. I think you have to buy a bunch of them, and they're kind of yeah. high. And so, unless you know that you're going to sell them, I don't know if I would invest in it. You know, <laughs> unless you can find somebody that'll make you like ten or something like that. But, yeah. But a lot of times you got to buy like a hundred or two hundred. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of like vinyl records. Like it's really cool to have a vinyl record, but uh, not everybody has a record player. <laughs> no. But it's I feel like it's probably more profitable to ha- to sell records now than it is to sell CDs. <laughs> Nobody buys CDs. I know, but we had our first album. We 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 bought like a thing of two hundred CDs. Our first album, like oh yeah, cool album art and everything. And, mm-hmm. We still have them. Yeah. <laughs> we give them away. It shows like we had just asked, like, do you have a CD player in your car? Here you go. <laughs> yeah. We just give them away. Nobody buys them. And you can listen to it on online now, you know. So. Yeah, but you never know. So my daughter, like I said, she's 19. The reason why I went to Docs today, because she's like, I think I want to start collecting mm-hmm. CDs. I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, I want to start buying CDs. So I'm going to go to Docs and see what CDs they have. <laughs> she also wants a record player for christmas because she wants to buy some vinyl too not a lot just some vinyls like her f- most favorite bands yeah. or whatever but she really wants to get a bunch of uh, cds and i'm like and she wants a cd player yeah. and i'm like okay and she goes yeah she goes whenever you go to local shows you know instead of buying me a shirt just buy me a cd i'm like okay so cool you never know well, we'll, hey, we'll I mean, give these, you some of ours okay yeah, <laughs> yeah i'll give them to her i mean she'll you know she, she, i think they're cool like i like it's something you know there's something about having like the hard copy thing in front of you that you can read the back and see the artwork and have it on you. And, mm-hmm. But I, I think so, man. People it's don't like, anymore. They don't know what they're missing. I mean, man, what, I was thinking the other day. So when I was in high school, my favorite band was, was U2. And the other day it was like, yeah. I forgot the 30th 
anniversary of Octune Baby or something like that. And I remember when that album came out. I could not wait for it to come out. It's like I'd become a U2 fan during the Joshua Tree tour and Rattle and Hum. And then they took yeah. like a five-year break where they didn't do anything. And so I was like this big fan. I just listened to everything that they'd, ev- they'd ever done. And I wanted something new. And finally, this new album comes out. And I go to the mall. You know, and I'm the first person standing there at the door, and I walk in, and I go over, and I buy that record, and I go to, to my car, and I open it up, and it has this smell that yeah. every CD had when you opened it. You know, it's just this, yeah. the liner, it just the smell, and it's just like, oh, yeah. I still remember what it smelled like, and just just mm-hmm. looking through all the photos and reading the lyrics for all the songs and putting the CD mm-hmm. in and playing it, and it's just like they'll never know what that was like. They'll, then it's one of the no. most wonderful things that I've experienced. Was 100%. just. You know, you know, and being able to just take take it home and read all the all the liner notes to see who who produced it, who yeah. engineered it, you know, everything. Yeah. Who played uh, what instruments on what songs and where where they recorded it at, when they recorded it, all kinds of stuff, yeah. you know. And yeah. You know. Yeah, I I remember yeah, multiple albums in college that I would wait and I was super excited when they came out and I went to the C D store and bought me that hard copy that I put in my little six six changer i had in my car and man would read the yeah like the liner notes and hey sit there and listen to it and read the liner notes while you're, while you're listening to it you know following along with the words experience. you couldn't just search it on spotify and play it it was you had to go to the cd place and get it and you had it in your hands you owned it right and it was a gamble too sometimes you know as these days, you're oh, like, it you know, pay out. Yeah. You're <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I like this one song. It sounds really cool. I can't yeah. wait to get the record. Oh, this record sucks. <laughs> you know, I mean, sometimes. <laughs> I mean, these days, it's like you can just you just check out a record. Oh, that was cool. Maybe you liked it. Maybe you didn't. Whatever. You know, then you had to think about it. Do I, wanna, <laughs> do I really want to spend my money on this? Do I know or do I yeah. wait for another couple songs to come out on the radio first? <laughs> you know? It was part of, like, being a music fan. Like, you had you had a piece of that band uh-huh. in your hands, uh-huh. right? You know, kind of like, you know, owning a t-shirt or something nowadays, but I'd be like having that physical album. Like that was such a, you owned a piece of like their art in your hands, what they made. Like, this is, this was the end goal of that they were trying to do. Yeah. And you were holding, and you were putting that in your CD player. And like, that was like, I don't know. Those are the glory days. Yeah. I missed that. And so, but I think yeah. some of them are kind of coming around and going, yeah, I kind of miss that. Or I, I want to experience that. And so, you know, yeah. I sat there and well, if a bunch of CDs your daughter wants to make our first album CDs, tell her she had, can have as many as she wants. Okay. I'll let her know. <laughs> big box of them. Yeah. So. so, well, maybe start bringing some of them to your shows again and you might start selling them. Yeah. Or at least whenever your drummer turns 21 and you get that young crowd bump that comes in there. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe it's a young Yeah. Or you ready. We're ready for that. We you got know, your CDs. Those, yeah, bell bottom jeans and CDs. We got them. They're gonna start asking for eight tracks. <laughs> We're, ready. We're ready for the flashbacks. Yeah. Do you have your album on eight track? <laughs> you know, when we did our first album, I was, I really wanted to do a cassette tape and almost went through with it, but I, we couldn't fit our song, our our album on a cassette tape because it was, I think it's fourteen songs. Oh yeah, it's, it's a long one. It's like, like a, it's over an hour. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like it was one of those things. And the second, the second album was actually, I think it's like thirteen. But like we just kind of kept adding songs. But like, yeah, we wanted to do a cassette tape just because it was cool. And it's actually not too expensive, but it's just, it's just like it couldn't fit it on there. And so yeah. it's like I'm not going to put like 
cut it off in the eighth song or whatever. No, you have to have the double cassette or whatever it is. No, um, yeah, no, I have I have got some cassette tapes from from some local bands. I was showing my daughter too, you know, and I was telling her I go, I go you know, I was I was telling her what a single was. She goes, what? And I was telling her how you get a single, and it was usually the 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 band would come out with a song and they play on the radio. That was their single, and then they would usually have a B side. And if you're lucky, yeah. it's 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 different. It's not on on the album. It's it's an unreleased song or it's a different version of one of their songs or whatever. And it's like, so it's always cool to have the B side. And I was like, you don't get B sides anymore. You know, there is no yeah. B sides, you know? And I was like, and there's no more, you know? Yeah. And I, I was talking about the cassette singles, the ca- and, sh- and I said the word a single. And she goes, they called them that. And I go, yeah, it was called a single. She's like, that's so cool. <laughs> and then oh, actually really? I've got yes, one. I didn't, I don't remember that. You, but you, I do remember cassettes. Oh, like, you I remember, remember. Oh, I've got some singles where it's just, it's a tape oh, yeah? with, with, with one song on side A and then one song on side B. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. But I remember like sets, like sets are cool. Cause like, I remember when like my mom, she was big in Christian music. And so I would go with her when I was a kid to, to the Christian bookstore, but I would look in like the, like the, the Christian rap section or something, the Christian rock and try to find something cool. And I remember, I don't even, I couldn't even tell you the name of the artist, but I remember one time finding the super cool, like with like some local rap, guy and it was just a cool like she like let me get it and i was just like treasuring this little cassette tape of this local like rap guy and it was the coolest little thing and i just that was my i felt so cool having uh-huh. this little cassette like oh it's the days man it's the days yeah those were the days and then having the blank ones where you could make your own mixtapes on yeah that, that's what a mixtape is everybody says the word mixtape yeah. that's what it is it's the cassettes yeah. that you had it was like 45 minutes on yeah. each side so you could do like an hour and a half of music you know yeah and then you didn't you have to like like people would wait for the song to come on the radio and then get oh yeah like miss the first couple seconds of it because they would have to record record it and stuff well they always talk on it they always you know it's they yeah. they always talk up until the post whenever the singer starts to sing so when the song starts yeah. he's all like so and so he's all talking over the beginning of it and so you're like god so you <laughs> so you always and I, I think they did that because i knew that people were recording it you know i wonder so you could Maybe. try to like you know record these songs. yeah you could of yeah. uh, piracy or whatever it'll keep you from yeah. recording these songs for yourself yeah. or whatever but yeah no i had you would totally do that. I would call up and be like, "Hey, can you play? I want to be a cowboy <laughs> by whatever escape club, you know." And then they would, yeah. And then I would sit there and I would wait with my little thing on pause. Oh, here it comes! I want to be a cowboy. Unpause. You know, I got this song. I wish I could find some yeah. of those. I really do. Oh yeah, it'd be cool, dude. Yeah, because I mean, that's one of those things after like like that you'd want to give to your daughter. Like that would be super cool. Like, yeah. down to the next generation. Like, this is what you missed out on. Yeah, like, I wonder if I have some of that somewhere. I know if it's not ruined, somewhere I have um, a DVD of um, the day that uh, Kurt Cobain died. I just put a, oh, video, oh. I put a videotape in and just hit record all day on, on MTV, you know, that, that day. And so I still have that videotape somewhere, you know. It'd be kind of curious to go back and watch that. Yeah, I would yeah. be too. Like I, I was a huge Nirvana fan in high school. Like I know it's way after Nirvana, but like big grunge phase. And I remember in my grandma's um, in Chicago, my grandma's like like it was probably my uncle's room, and you know they'd all moved out, of course. But like finding his old Rolling Stone magazines, 
And I remember finding like the Rolling Stone magazine with his face on it. And I think it maybe it wasn't like after he died, but it was just like so cool. Like reading the Rolling Stone of when he was like, he was around, yeah, you know, he was on the cover of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it, was like, oh. it was a weird I thing, man. That was, or not, but. that was one of those things in my life where it's like, you know, I remember hearing Smells Like Tune Spirit for the first time. I mean, it's just because I'd never heard anything like it. And it's weird to think about that now, you know? Yeah. But all the music that I'd heard up until that point, whenever that song played, I was like, this is different. This is, like, way different. Yeah. It had all the elements, but it was different. There was just something yeah. about it that was, like, completely different you know and i don't really know how different it was but for me in my 20 year old brain or whatever it was whenever that came out it was just like it was it was a really weird kind of that whole grunge movement thing or whatever i was at that perfect age when i got to experience it you know i was like 19 or whatever yeah i mean nirvana changed changed the world really you know for a lot of for music you know like that yeah it was it was hard but it was melodic it was yeah it was it was, it was rock so my world in, in high school, you know. Yeah, I mean, Probably everything years, years. before that was like was like Motley Crue and Poison and stuff, and all these big hair and makeup and yeah, you know that kind of that kind of yeah. sound and style, real pretty and really well produced, and it just yeah. flipped it upside down, you know, to this yeah. grungy, dirty, gnarly seventies yeah. fuzz kind of you know stuff yeah. or whatever. But anyways. yeah, no, it's cool. Man, it's been really fun. To talk to. I, I want to keep, I have more things that I could talk to you about, but I mean, it's already been over yeah. an hour and, you know, it's like almost an hour. Well, I guess it's been about an hour and a, about an hour and a half. So I should probably let yeah. you go. Oh, man, it's really been a lot of fun. I really appreciate you, you having us, having us on and, and, and chatting. It's been really fun, dude. Like, thanks for, thanks for supporting local music, man. Like, I know we can speak for all the bands and say what you guys do is, is huge and, and, we really appreciate it. Like just given, given us a, a, a space to, I don't know, talk about music, but just like, you know, do the mo- local music thing. And yeah. So thank you. You do, man. Like, oh, man. The, and, I look forward and, to the bands you put on every single week you put out your, um, your podcast. So that's honored cool, to have, I appreciate it. Here. Yeah. Now I've been wanting to get y'all on. Um, I was really nervous, honestly, because I, I don't. I, I I like to do the one on ones, and um, yeah. I'm always nervous about um, doing couples. You know, oh, yeah. like I did Matthew and and Trista as as well, and it was fine. But I'm just always nervous that, that the quality is going to yeah. come out weird or whatever. Um, but no, yeah. but, but it sounds great, and it hasn't been like okay, cool. It, it wasn't like yeah. a battle between you two, both fighting for time or nothing like that either. You know, so it's, it's actually really well. Um, but yeah, it's like I'm always try to go for like one on ones or whatever, and so I think yeah. uh, you know, that makes I, sense. I think yeah. a lot of it was like yeah, because I'm I know that there's a lot of bands when I ask them to, to come on, they want the whole band to come on. I'm like I don't do that anymore, yeah. <laughs> you know. And yeah, so, and so it's it's, hard. yeah, and so we did an episode of that with Andrew because um, we the first two times we did it with Andrew it was just the two of us, and then mm. we tried to get. We had him over, and we had Braden and Josh with us, um, and it was it was tough. It's just, I mean, it's just a lot. You get more people. Yeah, you know? it's just too many voices. You know, it's cool, and it's like I understand because I oh, have yeah. people that are like, you know, it's like I really want, you know, 
I, I don't want to be the band. I want the band to be the, and it's like, I get it. I, I totally understand. You're just like, you don't want to be the, the guy. And I'm, and I'm, I'm, and I'm always the one that's like, look, I don't have to talk to the singer. I can talk to the bass player, drummer, whoever. It doesn't matter. You know, I just, just one person. Cause especially on the phone, um, a guy and a girl is not so bad, but who did I talk to? Oh, I talked to, um, Bruce Magnus and I know those guys, but it's like three of them. And we're all yeah. trying to talk at the same time on the phone. So you can't see each other. <laughs> so you don't get the cues, the social cues that you would normally give to each other before you're going to talk or anything like that. So we're just walking on top yeah. of each other and everything. And it's just, it was too much. You yeah. Know? But no, I I'm glad it. that we finally got to do this. Yeah, man. Thanks. Thanks again for having us on. man. like, yeah, we've really, we had a lot of, a lot of fun. It was a fun conversation. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. We'll have to come out and see y'all again. And, uh, yeah, you know, if you're free Friday, um, like I said we're playing at Twilight at nine, uh, and the court's playing after us. He's always a heck of a show. I don't know if you've seen him; he's awesome. I haven't, Coral. but um, oh, he's a, I'm going so. camping Friday. I would. But oh. I'm actually going to get to go camping this this All right, Friday. We'll forgive. Yeah. We'll forgive you. It's, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go out to Middle Wells. On oh, fun! That'll be cool. Yeah, I like it out there. Hopefully, it's not too cold for you. I don't think it's going to be. I think this. I think it's going to be kind of nice. I mean, it's going to be a little chilly, but I think yeah. it's going to be warmer than it was today. Yeah, it I think it's be cold. Like, yeah, but I think it's going to be like low, like in the forties and like up in up in the sixties. I think over the weekend, like it was thirty five degrees when we woke up this morning. Yeah. What? Yeah, I don't think it's going to be that cold over over the weekend, and so yeah. I think we're actually going to be pretty good. I think it's going to be a good weekend for it, and so but yeah, I'm following both of you guys on Facebook now, and um all the other Ooh, sites yeah. that I can. And so I definitely, we appreciate it, man. Yeah. Come and see you play, um, really, really, really soon. Yeah. That'd be awesome, man. Let us know. Yeah. Yeah. And then, we'll, um, we'll give you a free t-shirt or something. Okay. Or just, and a free CD, yeah, of course. And a CD to give the Zoe. Yeah. And then, yeah. um, after the new year, whenever you're ready for your, to release your new album, okay. maybe you can come yeah. back on and we can talk about it a little bit. That'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah we'd, we'd love it. It, we actually were like we're kind of surprising people we've we recorded a christmas song last year um it's this version that we do of last christmas and we're releasing it like as kind of a surprise christmas ep here in the next week or two are you oh cool yes it's got one full band song and two acoustic songs um we kind of re- rearranged uh, some classics and we love we love christmas music and we kind of always wanted to do christmas music some capacity mm-hmm. i think we'll probably try to make a tradition of it like like every every year and um so we're we're going to release a christmas ep called christmas number it, one i think it's but, ambitious it'd be really cool if you did it yeah it, it's it, tough yeah it, 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 I mean, every yeah. year to have especially if it's well i mean but it's yeah I mean, we've been trying to get this sneaking album out for like a year and a half. Right. So <laughs> yeah. So we just no. happen to have this one recording of this Christmas song. We're like, it's decent. We should we should release it. So yeah, definitely do it. I'll, 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 I think that here this month at some point, I want to have like a Christmas show where I play just try to find all the local Christmas songs that I can find. And play oh, those. cool. Yeah, I've done it before. I, I don't know if I've done it or I've wanted to. It seems like every year d- during December, I end up not doing a lot of shows. Because it's just Christmas yeah. time and things get so busy that, oh, and, I, and, yeah. I, and I want to. Yeah, we, we slow down a lot during the holidays. Like, yeah. yeah. And so, but yeah, totally if you got a new 
Christmas song. I think I saw somebody else who had a new Christmas song. I, I think I need to have a, a Christmas show here in like a week or two of some Christmas, like local Christmas music. Well, as soon as we release it, I'll let you know. And I'll add it. Yeah. We'll definitely do it. Yeah. Awesome, JP, man. It was good talking to you. Good talking to you, too, Jeff, man. It was really, really fun. And you really too, fun. Jenna, if she's still around. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well. All right, cool. You too. Thank you. All right. Take care, buddy. Yep. You'll you, you have a good night. I'll talk to y'all next time. Okay. You too. All right, bye. Right, bye. Everywhere I go. It's like you're haunting me Everywhere I turn It's like suspended belief Why would ever love me? Scooby-Doo, watch out This is a mystery I'm in love with you Ain't nothing we can do You're my boo